Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The Eucalyptus Fiber Upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com, code SUPER24. What do eight bags of concrete mix, a cooler full of 30-pound sea bass, and a 10-inch compound miter saw have in common? They're all things that are easier to load in and out of the bed of the new F-150. Thanks to its new available pro-access tailgate, that's also a swing gate. The new 2024 Ford F-150, tough this smart, can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024, pro-access tailgate available starting spring 2024, cargo and load capacity limited by weight and weight distribution. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Relative to yesterday, I want all of you to know that I had either five or seven, depending on how we define it, social interactions with strangers. And that's a pretty big day for me because I really don't, obviously, if I'm giving a speech somewhere and I'm meeting 500 people in one shot, I'm meeting 500 strangers. But on a typical day for me, I'm rather insular in in terms of, you know, I do my radio show and I have other responsibilities that I need to tend to. And I, I run errands and pitch in around the house and so on and so forth. But I really, in a typical day, am not interacting with strangers. And I want to ask all of you listening to me right now, in a typical day, how many strangers do you converse with? And of course, there's a reason that I'm, I'm asking the question. So here's the TikTok of my day yesterday. As I always do, I begin by going into Starbucks. Is that really, though, this is one of the questionable ones, is that really an interaction with strangers? Did I really speak to strangers? I really didn't. I mean, I order my coffee on my phone while I'm driving to the studio. I walk in. Ashley says, good morning. <laughs> I say good Ashley's morning. Not a stranger. And she's not right. That's the other thing. Right. She's not a stranger yeah. now. If you know someone's name, they're not a stranger. Yeah. So that doesn't count. No. Okay. I don't think so. All right. That was number. That was one of seven. So in studio yesterday, monitoring the third hour of the program, you'll recall Eric was here. Nice guy. He's a college senior at Temple's uh, Klein College of Media. Wanted to watch the show. I'm always welcoming of young people who want to see what this is all about. I always tell them. The first time is interesting, the rest not so much. <laughs> but I did Again. meet I did meet Eric because I let him come in and watch the TV show a week ago. Does he count for me? Cuz I just yes. met him yesterday. He's str- he's he a stranger. Me for- did, whoa, okay. whoa, whoa. Did you speak to him? Yes. You had some interaction Absolutely. with him. Absolutely. When you went to the men's room, we talked a lot. Okay. So, um now the radio program ended yesterday and I had to go interview for reasons I will tell you later. Uh, Democratic House Majority Whip, number three in the House of Representatives, 
the representative of 28 years from the great state of South Carolina, Jim Clyburn. Fantastic. Really a great, great interview that I conducted with him. And I'll tell you about that later. I'm, I'm optimistic you'll hear it uh, on POTUS tomorrow. So I needed to eat something before I did the interview. Does ordering uh, a slice count? I don't think the way you order a slice counts. I think the way I order a slice would count because I'm cheery and chipper and kind of have a little mini conversation. I think you probably just are in and out. Well, I was also a little perturbed because I was in this place. Oh, here we go. I was in this Wait, place. Wait, no hots? I was in this place in Center City and they had this full array of pizza in front of me. Wonderful, wonderful pizza. Uh, place, by the way. So they had all not of as this, good as down north of, pizza. They had all of the shishi styles. Like there was a p- potato pizza. Come on, really? There was a Hawaiian pizza. Who wants to eat pineapple on their pizza? Like all these fancy pizzas. And the one they didn't have, surprise, surprise, because it's the only one people want to eat, is a margarita pizza. So I I said to her yesterday. This is me rolling my eyes at you. So I did say to her yesterday. Oh, I'm like, sure you did. Like, don't you think there's there's something to be learned here by the fact that all of these pizzas are here, but the margarita pizza is empty, right? Little supply and demand. Now, I'm Larry David, TC. What can I oh, tell you? Geez. Would would Larry have let that pass? No, he no. would not have let that pass. Well, I just thought I needed to point it out. Oh, I mean, you're I, trying to right. run inventory. Because I'm sure she didn't notice. You're trying to run inventory here. Don't you want to take maybe a little less shishi and a little more margarita? Oh, geez. Just saying. So anyway, all right. Was that? By the way, by the way, just because you, when you, by just saying margarita pizza, you are being shishi because margarita pizza that's what is they, different no, from a plain no, pizza. No, that's what that's what they called it. That's what they called it. All right, then just call it plain cheese pizza. The only question I'm asking you is, was that me speaking to strangers? Yes. Okay, there you go. All right. Now, not in a nice taping the tape. It was pleasant. I Mm. said it with a smile on my face. Like, hey, you know, maybe there's something here we should be thinking about. There's no margarita pizza. We, you and me. (laughs) Now I go and I tape the Jim Clyburn interview. Lily does my makeup. Anne was the production assistant. Um. So I'm just Scott was the guy producing, but I knew you know all, all I, but I knew all of them. Doesn't count. Okay. All right. I now go to get pick up my car and the garage attendant we really didn't speak to one another. You know what? I'm whittling down my list of seven. Yeah, I think you I'm are. down Okay. Like three. Now I had two more I had two more interactions with strangers, and that is that I went to a car wash uh, and I did speak to the guy who owns it because because I pulled in at ten of five and he said, you know, you're going to have to pay in cash because we're closing. And I said, it's 10 of five. Like, who closes at 10 of five? It's a car wash. Did you don't bring you, up the margarita pizza? <laughs> don't you think that people after work. Don't you think that we. Don't could, you think that, do that we should be leaving this? the car wash open <laughs> later? So I said, so I said to him, I said to him. I said, what about people after work? And do you know theme. what he said? People are working do you from know home. He, they you know come all day. Me? He said to me, I've been here eight hours and I live in Jersey and I got to go home. I'm like, okay, I'll pay in cash. So that was one of my social interactions. This is not actually turning out the way I had hoped it it's would. It's actually being very, um, <laughs> like really shining a spotlight on the host okay, of the program. Then I go to the supermarket because my wife texts me and says, you know, here's what you got to do. And we needed clams because we were going to make pasta and clams so i went to acme and i did speak to the seafood guy Mm. 
in ordering the 100 clams. And then I went home and I was with family only and then I was on Cuomo last night. That was, that was my day. Wow. Those were my social interactions. So by your count, how many, how many conversations did I have with strangers? I lost count, but I think like three or four. Oh, you do? Very okay. few. So why do I bring this up? Uh, in addition to just telling you about my very interesting day yesterday. Very interesting. So Helene Olin. Yeah, busy day. Really busy day. Helene Olin in the Washington Post. I like to talk to strangers. Or maybe I should say I liked to talk to strangers. Given the opportunity, I'll yak with people I encounter walking my dog or those sitting next to me on a plane or a train. I've heard about financial woes and career successes and given and received advice on child rearing and medical care with people I've met once and never seen again. But the past 18 months have not been good for people with my inclinations. Masks donned for protection make it all but impossible to share a smile with someone only momentarily in our orbit, which is often the signal of someone being open to an approach. Social distancing hardly encourages transitory conversation. Most people don't, after all, shout chit-chat at each other, waiting in line for coffee or to pay at the farmer's market. And then she goes on to say that the data... That there's, there's social science that speaks of how having these transitory connections are good for all of us, good for people, good for the nation. Here's what she references. Here's what she cites. In-person encounters allow us to experience life from other people's perspective. As journalist Joe Kahane put it in his recent book, The Power of Strangers, the benefits of connecting in a suspicious world, talking to strangers even for a few seconds makes us better, smarter, and happier. Do you believe that? I know when we walk out of the studio oftentimes, there'll be someone, it seems like there's always someone walking a dog, Mm -hmm. and your line is always to say, it's really grating on me, but you always say, oh, puppy. And then you approach the stranger and their dog. And I always say, they don't want you petting their dog. I, you're like, TC, back off. Totally wrong. And by the way, I wouldn't pet the dog without asking, but I always How do, you do say, say hi. Uh, go ahead, say it. What do you mean? Oh, puppy. I'm like, oh my God, here we go again. Wow, okay. There are a lot of revelations coming out this, this segment of the program. This is fascinating to me. Um, yeah, I, um, I, it's so funny that you say that about the dog because that's exactly what I was thinking Would of you as you were going Would you want somebody petting your this. dog? 100%. No, no. Who knows where they've been? Please don't pet my dog. Okay? Michael, Augie, Augie is literally not literally, but does not want to be pet. Augie petted. wants everybody to say hi to her. She is basically a therapy dog at Villanova. Just yesterday, I, a girl on the bridge stopped me, misses her dogs, almost in tears, petted Augie, was like, thank you. You made my day. My hand to God. Well, uh, that okay. is the story I was about to tell. So stop with your snarky self about your weird don't touch my dog thing, because those of us that have and love our dogs are thrilled when someone else loves them. So the fellow who wrote this book, and I'd like to get a copy of this book, The Power of Strangers, says talking to strangers, even for a few seconds, makes us better, smarter and happier people. He documents in painstaking detail How more connections, even brief ones, made with people we don't really know. Think postal workers. Think baristas. They enhance our daily contentment. And then listen to this. But these interactions were declining even before the pandemic. The age of social media and inequality is not a friendly one. Consider one study that I've written about 
which found that the wealthier an individual is, the less they looked at fellow humans they passed on the street. Another study cited by Kahane paired students for simulated job interviews turned out the wealthier conversation partner was generally less socially engaged. Academics believe the more money people have, the less they believe they need other people and all too often they act accordingly. I don't think that's what I have going on. Why why are you laughing? This is not a money thing. Do you see... I, I come on, you know you've watched me interact all across the country with people. I enjoy interaction, but on a day to day basis, I'm not interacting that much. That's right. what I'm realizing about myself. You are funny. You do it. You do very well when you are in a situation where you're you sort of ha- not. How about all those to, meet but, and greets? Right. I love meeting you're people. You're very very good at that, but. You are very different than I am sort of as we you're right. As we walk from studio to the parking lot, I am apt to say hello or say comment on people and you would never like, okay, say say you saw someone. What if you saw someone in walk by that had a tag out or a piece of spinach in their teeth or I'm not going to tell a stranger they have spinach in their teeth. I would a thousand percent. You would tell a stranger. And I would hope someone would tell me. Oh, my God. See, this is the difference. I I, uh, okay. Uh, It is good. Here's the premise. It is good for society. Why, Why wouldn't you, by the way? A stranger about spinach. Here you go. Yeah, you got something. In your a teeth. stranger. Why? You probably wouldn't tell me if I had spinach in my teeth. No, I would just wait and see how long it was going to last. <laughs> in other words, it is good for society when people talk to others who are not just like them. How often, question, how often are you speaking? Think about your day yesterday. Okay, and in a best case scenario, I had seven in-person social interactions with strangers. But frankly, as I scrutinize my list, I did know a bunch of those people already. Um, What about you? And do you buy the premise that speaking to strangers is good for all of us? The Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Albert's, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Whatever job you need to do out there, grab the right tool to get it done. The new F-150 with an available hybrid engine and up to 7.2 kilowatts of pro power on board to power things on the go. It's not a tool you'll hang in a tool shed, but you can certainly use it to build one. The new 2024 Ford F-150. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Available starting early 2024. Optional features the owner's manual for important operating instructions.